Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening. You are listening to Radio Islam. And I am your host, Tariq Alameen. You're tuned in to WCEV 1450 AM. And we are reaching the world live at www.wcev1450.com. Welcome to another edition of Radio Islam. For those of you who haven't done so already, make sure that you are following us, that you're liking us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put up a post in just a moment on Facebook. If you'd like to chime in uh, to tonight's discussion, which is going to be hopefully a really lighthearted and uh, an enjoyable discussion. Uh, we've, we've, we've get a lot of, we're inundated with a lot of heavy topics and, and heavy news uh, to consider. I mean, things that we can't run from, uh, but it is Wednesday and we have labeled Wednesday, what's up Wednesday. So there's something that I want to begin with uh, on Radio Islam, on our, on our program tonight. Uh, and just to remind those new listeners uh, that you have not stumbled upon us by chance, uh, we are on every evening, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we hope to, that, that, that you will join us again tomorrow. Um, but we are broadcasting. We're reaching you from this wonderful city of Chicago, uh, which has its, has its issues, has its concerns like any city. But there's also a lot of beauty. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of joy also uh, in the city uh, that doesn't get talked about. So today we want to focus on what's up with, uh, what's up with the laughs, with the smiles, with the joy. Okay, so that being said, um, we want to open up with with a few jokes. We want to share a few jokes uh, on this at the top of our hour. This hour goes by really quickly. So let's see where we're going to go. Um, let's start with this. So this is a married joke. So uh, Bob was in trouble. He forgot his wedding anniversary, and his wife was really angry, which makes perfect sense. So she told him, tomorrow morning, I expect to find a gift in the driveway that goes from zero to 206 seconds, and it better be there. So the next morning, he got up early, left for work, and when his wife woke up, she looked out the window, and sure enough, there was a box gift wrapped in the middle of the driveway. So his wife, she's confused at this. She looks and she says, you know, I, 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 I told him what I expected. So she puts on a robe. She goes out the house to the driveway, grabs the box, brings it back in the house. She opens it up and finds what but a brand new bathroom scale. That's cold, isn't it? So Bob has been missing since Friday. Uh, now we need our... We don't have it. We need we need a rim shot. We don't have a rim shot. We got to get us a rim shot. <laughs> so that's the first joke. That's the first joke. Uh, and I put out the disclaimer. That's not my joke, right? Now, uh, here's another one. Here's another one. It says my friend told me he had the body of a Greek god. I had to explain to him that Buddha is not Greek. Oh, that was pretty good, right? <laughs> That was that was that was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> so we, we we even we even got uh, we got our uh, in studio audience uh, that that enjoyed that one. But one of my favorite, one of my all time favorite uh, comedians, uh, Sinbad, want to share just a, a quick clip. And I think this one there's a lot of truth, and that's the funny thing, right? Um, Radio Islam family. One of the things that uh, you know we reference our our, our scriptural. Our books, you know, as Muslims, we reference the Quran. Uh, if you're Christian, you reference the Bible, you know, and so on and so on. Uh, but one, there's one verse, there's one ayah that always, it brings a smile to my face. It says that, that Allah is the grantor of laughter and tears, right? That he gives us both of these things. And sometimes we find, we find laughter in situations where we would not expect it. Right. But it's just a reminder for me 
not to overlook, not to overlook those uh, moments of laughter. As a matter of fact, you know, I embrace them, I look for them, uh, and and I think that's a big part of what I feel like I've been blessed with in life. Um, all those smiles, you know, it's, it's a reminder uh, of, uh, you know, of Allah's blessing, of, of God's blessing. So I want to play a quick clip of, like I said, of one of my favorites, uh, Sinbad. Uh, he's awesome for a number of reasons. Reasons. Uh, he's awesome, first of all, because not everybody can be funny without the use of profanity. Now, uh, that just seems to be a trend. Uh, it's you know, you know, it's just it's this 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 it's how it's how things are. But Sinbad is one of those comedians that the the guy is just he's just funny. So I want to play this little clip, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit about it uh, after it's done. So, are ready? All right, here we go. And all you men out here, 55 years old, trying to date some girl 20 like she like you. Are you out your mind? She wants your house. I don't see no 20-year-old girls with a broke-down 55-year-old man with no money. You don't see no girl 20. Oh, he's, look, look at the homeless dude, but he's cute. Hey, hey. She wants you to die. If you keep messing with her, you will. You want a woman that understands the signs of stroke. That's what I'm looking for. A woman that got my medication in her purse. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. I thought you took it. I thought I did. You want a woman that's your nurse. See, if you go to dinner with a woman that's 55 years old and you, your little lip curl up, she know what to do. Hey, 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 hey. Jamal, Jamal, look at me. Jamal, look at me. She'll get you to a hospital and save your life. But a girl 20, quit making faces at me. It's not funny anymore. Now you all stroked out for the rest of your life because your little cute girlfriend didn't know the signs of stroke. She come visit you in the hospital. I ain't know where the stroke was. I tried to tell I don't understand you. I have a stroke. Well, can I have your house now? Since you can't live there no more. <laughs> I hope you all. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I'm sure some of you, some of you whose lives unfortunately resemble that. <laughs> <laughs> which is not um <laughs> that part is not not actually funny but uh it tells you something you know like for like you don't have somebody who understands uh exactly where you are in life <sighs> okay all right <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep keep moving um uh, i saw something earlier today uh that uh, it wasn't really funny. Uh, it was people are making it out to be funny. I mean, the way social media is, uh, you know, these platforms that we have, uh, YouTube in particular, Instagram, where you can post videos. You know, you can share your feelings um, with the world or, or with whoever whoever is going to listen. <laughs> I mean, um, it's sort of sad. Uh, you know, I think everybody wants. Fame is pushed out so much, you know, it's promoted so much where people look at it, uh, the idea of being famous, and they don't really even care what they're famous for. It's just, you know, I'm going to post videos until somebody notices me. So the, the, the you know, the, the topics, the conversations, it becomes more and more outlandish and ridiculous. So you have average, you know, you have regular people who may not have a skill or, or any particular perspective that's really of any value, but... Because they are so uh, intent uh, and so persistent with posting things that uh, that are going to get them noticed, you know, they, they develop a following. I mean, so we literally have people who are famous for just being famous, uh, and I find that kind of comical. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to rag on it. Well, yeah, I'm going to say it. Um, so I'm not. I don't know about you all, right? And I know I know there are a lot of the Kardashians have a they have a big following. 
right? Huge following, and people look at them as, as role models. Uh, some people do. But I really, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what actually, what have they, what have they done? And I've had this argument, you know, with friends, uh, with male friends who look at them and are, are really uh, inspired by them, who, who respect what they've done. I mean, really, and, I, and my question is always, well, what did they, what have they done? You know, what has been their contribution um, to, to society? And they, they can never name it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I won't name right now what uh, what what Kim is known for. I mean, if, if you know who she is, then you know what she's known for. And that's nothing to be famous for. Um, but I, I digress. I digress. The whole point is uh, the platform that allows people to share their, their thoughts and ideas and that's a good part of it, right? And the bad part of it is it allows people to share their thoughts <laughs> and ideas. Right? It's, a do- it's a double-edged sword, right? Because some, you know, some of the stuff that's out here, we could really go without, without knowing. All that to uh, transition into what I saw this morning. Um, I saw a video of a, a singer that I really like, which is uh, Tyrese. And he broke onto the scene like back in the, I think it was like in the mid-80s, I remember. So I think we're probably around the same age. Um, and he did this, I think it was a Coca-Cola commercial on the bus. So uh, if you want, I would say YouTube it. Hmm? That was 90s? I thought that was like the 80s. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know how old I am anymore. Um <clears throat> No, he was a teenager. He was a teenager on the bus singing Coca-Cola. Maybe that was early 90s. That wasn't late 90s. Okay, Ibrahim is saying it's late 90s. All right, I'm, you know, when we go to break, I'm going to pull it up and, and check. But we're going to fast forward. So he, he started off with, um, uh, with that. That was like his big intro, right? And he was doing some modeling and stuff like that. And then uh, he got into acting. So he's probably most known for the uh, mainstream audiences for the Fast and Furious uh, franchise, right? But he also was in some uh, other films which uh, probably were bigger, I think, uh, with the African-American community, Uh, movies like Baby Boy, which, you know, had a lot of hilarious uh, memes that came out of that. But he is obviously going through some difficulty right now, right? So he has a child, uh, he's married, he, so, but he's, he's not with the mother of the child. Um, and I guess he's going through some court proceedings right now where he's trying to get, or, or the mother is, I guess, trying to get sole custody or take uh, his uh, visitation away. Or, but he posted a video. All of that to say this, he posted a video and he's known for posting videos, right? And usually they have a really motivational uh, message. You know, he posts some, some, some actually some, some useful things. Um, I shouldn't say actually, actually like, like that's a surprise. But he posts some, some, a lot of inspirational uh, food for thought. Um, but this video he posted, I mean, he's going through it. And sometimes the most uh, dangerous thing that you can have next to you in today's era is a phone and he posted uh you know about his daughter and longer story shorter uh the, the brother went into the ugly cry you know not you know the like the oscar winning um fully committed uh cry and i didn't look at that as funny at all okay first off let me let me say that um because as a father um i can only imagine how I would feel if I was separated, if I was um, facing the, the the prospects of being separated from my from my daughters, from my children. So I mean, I respect any father or any I respect parents. Period. You know, because that's a that's a lifetime commitment, and it's not something to be taken lightly. And unfortunately, that's not always the case uh, in today's society. So I felt I felt for him. You know, I felt really really bad, but. At the same time as I'm watching, I'm thinking to myself, this brother is about to get clowned, right? He is about to go through it. And lo and behold, after the video was over, and, you know, and he's saying throughout the video, you know, I'm going to, um, 
you know, I'm not an actor, I'm not a singer, I am a father, right? Um, but even as he's saying that, I still was saying to myself, he's about to get clowned. And after that video was over, I looked up and I saw just countless videos of people commenting on it, uh, making light of it, you know, cracking jokes about it. And a part of that is just, you know, it's just the culture. Uh, and that's not, and I'm not saying this in a, in a dismissive way, but it is a reality that everybody wants some, some time. They, everybody wants some time on the big screen. Everybody wants to, to get likes and followers. And, and unfortunately, everybody is not doing it or engaged in this whole race for, uh, for an audience. They're not doing it with the intent of actually giving something that's of value. So you got, you know, some people that just, they just, they just want to be heard, want to be seen. And they are good with that. So, um, shout out to Tyrese, you know, um, uh, you know, may Allah make things, uh, easy for you and for, for all those who are, who are trying to do the, the right thing, right? Uh, so I, I'm not going to even make light of that, but just, just, just making an observation about, uh, social media. So if you are feeling some kind of way and you're going through something, then what you might want to think about doing is giving someone else your phone. If you're if you're that if you're that individual, right? Give somebody else your phone. Step away from it uh, because you don't want to put something out there that's going to follow you, uh, especially for you know if you are in the public eye. You know um, these things they don't. You know even after you pull it down. All it takes is somebody screenshotting or downloading. It's still out there. Once it's out there, it's out there. So, so that's that. All right, but it's still What's Up Wednesday, and we want to get back to, you know, more of a, a lighthearted, um, a lighthearted feel. Um, there's enough going on, like I said, that is going to, you know, it's going to frustrate us, it's going to, you know, depress you. So we, we're just going to take a little bit of a break from that, right? Um, one of the things about social media, which I find really interesting, is that, there is, I, I think the etiquette of social media is still being, is still being formed, right? Because it's still, it's still fairly new. Uh, there are things that we do in public that we don't do, um, we don't do online. Um, and sometimes we expect that the behavior uh, online, that the behavior at, on Facebook and Twitter and, and all these other platforms is going to match up. It's going to mesh with uh, interpersonal, you know, live, eye-to-eye uh, interaction. And that's not always the case. So I've had something that has kind of bothered me, and I posted on this, and I'm, I'm going to share this with you. Uh, and it's, it's regarding the chain letters, right? And if you're on Facebook in particular, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, you know, I, I love you folks. Um... But, you know, they've got to stop. They've got to stop. So I'm going to share this post that I put up. And unfortunately, the post didn't really do any good because after I posted it, I think my, uh, the, the chain letters that I began to receive, uh, I think they went up. So, so much for that. So for anyone, this is what I posted, for anyone who inboxes me with a chain letter and doesn't get a response, and you probably won't, I want you to know the following. Number one, I think that you're awesome too. Number two, you're a phenomenal father, mother, brother, sister, ranch hand, dentist, beekeeper, whatever it is you are. Three, I love you too. Four, if it's really important, you post it. And if I agree, then I'll share it. And I'm going to stop here for a second. I think that's really critical, right? Why do people put the onus on you? For you to have to take the responsibility for posting whatever it is that's supposed to be important, and you go to their page and there's nothing there, right? So it it's what we call they putting you in a position of being a send off man, right? Uh, they want to they putting you in a position of being Mikey. I don't know if you all remember Mikey. Remember Mikey from Life Cereal? Mikey will eat it. Yeah, he'll he'll do it. Give it to him. 
right? So don't do that, right? If it's important and you feel that strongly about it, you post it. And that's what you tell them, Radio Slime family. You tell them. They can post it. Um, I, oh, number five, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, I don't know how many complaints you get, but I get enough. And who wants to open up their inbox to, to see someone ranting about whatever it is that's going wrong uh, uh, in their life or whatever they've noticed? You know, we got enough things that are, you know, that we need to pay attention to in our own day-to-day, right? We don't need to open up. That's like getting, a, that's like getting bills, right? No, no one likes opening up their mailbox and, and getting a bill. It's depressing, especially when money is short, right? So it's, it's, the, it's the same thing with your inbox. You don't want to open it up and see somebody sharing the, the worst news in the world with you. Um, they can post it on their page, and, you know, if you want to share it, share it. Number six, and this is really important, number six, the secret revolution you're trying to start is running through the man's servers, Right? The secret revolution that you think you're starting, uh, it's not a secret. All right, so everything, and, and this, this really just this, this kills me. Um, the number of like government-related uh, posts or messages that people send, you know, uh, there was, oh, this was a good one. <clears throat> there was uh, an inbox, uh, a chain letter sent about... And I'm letting it out the bag, so hopefully this will stop you from sending it, right? Because it's not a secret. There was a message about a a, a continental, like a power outage that was gonna that was gonna happen. That was a part of uh, the Department of Defense testing or whatever. So, and they're telling people to go out and get your get your supplies, right? So. Duct tape probably went up and plastic bags probably, you know, the sales probably went up because who's probably behind that? The people that sell duct tape. Right? Eh, that's, that's what I think. So uh, any of these revolutions that, that you're trying to start that you think is a secret, it's not a secret. Uh, actually put it in the mail. You're probably better off doing it that way or calling somebody up or meeting at an undisclosed location. But sharing this this plan on Facebook, that just that that doesn't make much sense at all, not to me. And last one is, I'm too old to be passing virtual notes in class, and that's kind of the equivalent of what this is. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, these platforms allow you to post, share your ideas, share news, right on your wall, on your own little billboard. There's no reason to try to bring everybody else in, uh, you know. Where you're trying to sit in the back uh, as this this cloaked figure, you know, giving instructions to people and having them run out and do your bidding. If you feel a certain kind of way, post it, and if somebody else agrees with you, agrees with you, then they'll they'll like it. So that's that's my whole thing on that. Now the other thing about social media is the idea of friends. And I know other folks, uh, we, we've probably talked about these things before, but just the idea of having a thousand friends, I mean, that's, that's kind of crazy, right? I mean, especially if you consider, if you have a thousand friends, but if your car breaks down and you can't get a ride to work, then you might want to reevaluate your definition of a friend, right? If you got a thousand friends and you're, you know, you lose your job and you, you've got to pay a bill and you can't muster up 200 bucks between your 1,000 friends, you probably don't have a 1,000 friends. But that's the language we use. So, you know, I find that a little bit. Maybe th- maybe this, there's not much joy in that at all. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm just going to move on. Um, I'm going to move on to my, my, my next, my next thought here. Um, so I'm able to take the train in uh, to work every day, which is a real, uh, which is a real blessing for me. Now, it's a blessing only because it's a choice. Now, if I had to take the train uh, every day, then I might think differently because there was a time I remember when I was, uh, it was just public transportation, and that gets difficult when you are. Um, 
Well, it gets difficult when you've got, you know, a lot traveling to do that goes off the beaten path, right? But as of right now, uh, the point I'm at in my life now, I appreciate being able to sit down and get a little work done or reading or whatever it is I have to do on my train ride. Uh, but one of the things about being on the train on public transportation, as many of you Radio Islam family can probably attest to, uh, and if you've got a particular story that is, you know, that you want to share, give us a call at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. Uh, one of the things that you experience on public transportation is you get to see some things that you would probably not normally see just because you're around so many different people. Uh, and one of the things that I saw not too long ago was... And I've got to preface this by saying, uh, if you remember the show Good Times. Um, did you ever see Good Times? Ever? Okay. So Good Times was, you know, the main stars were uh, Esther Rowe and John Amos. They played, uh, they were uh, Florida and, um, and James Evans. You know, and this was supposed to be a show uh, shot in the projects. It was really shot in, in, in a studio in, in California. Uh, but it was about a, a African-American family in the projects and and Cabrini Green and one of the other really notable characters from that show was uh, was Bookman. You remember Bookman? Yeah, so Bookman was the um, was the like the janitor, the super superintendent you know, of, of the building and he got called he was played by uh, an actor named Johnny Brown and he, you know, it was always banter between him and another character, uh, Walona. Um, Jeanette Dubois, I think that was her name. But she would insult him and stuff like that or whatever. And she would call him Buffalo Butt. That was one of the names. And Booger. Those were two of the names that she would, she would call him. She was always, always clowning him. Now, I'm on a train, and I am sitting. I sit down, and I look right across from me. And there's a guy who looks like, I mean, he's the spitting image of Bookman. He's got, he's got a beard, like, like he's Bookman in disguise, right? But I can still tell that it's Bookman. I mean, he, like, like it's 1979, right? Um, I mean, I saw the, the show as a, as, as a, you know, as a, as a kid growing up uh, in reruns. But as I look at this guy, he, I guess he sees me looking at him. And, you know, it was like almost like like he was reading my mind and I was reading his and the conversation went like like this. Don't this is him talking. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. (laughs) That's 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 what he was saying. Right. His expression said, oh, I I know you. I know who you think I look like, but don't you say it because my face. (laughs) It was it was all over my face. Like, this guy looks just like Bookman, <laughs> right? I mean, he even had like, like a like a janitor's uniform on, right? <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. And I I don't do this, but I was so close to picking up my phone and trying to snap a picture of him. <laughs> but what kept me from doing it was, I was like, even if I call myself uh, turning off the flash on my phone, something will happen, <laughs> and my phone will. <laughs> And my phone will flash anyway. And he'll know that I was trying to take a picture of him, right? So he just had that look on his face like, don't you say it <laughs> if you say it. Because he, he looked tired, too. Like, he just got through with a, with a long day. And all I could think to myself was, well, you know you look like Bookman, you know? So at the very least, you could put on some different clothes. But, you know, you don't have to put on a Bookman suit, a Bookman uniform. Um, make things easier on yourself, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't say anything, and I just I looked away. Uh, and what's funny is I've seen this guy probably two other times on a train uh, since then, uh, and he he won't even look at me. So <laughs> you know, I think he you know we are we already know where we at. So um, yeah, that that was that was real interesting. No real more uh, of the story. Just you know, it's just part of. Uh, part of commuting, you know, you see some some interesting things. Um, yeah. So, Radio Slam family, it's What's Up Wednesday. 
uh, we are just kind of taking it easy. Not not nothing too heavy. We'll we'll be back to business uh, tomorrow. <laughs> but we're gonna take it light uh, tonight, inshallah, and uh, maybe have a few smiles, a few chuckles, uh, even at the bad jokes. So you're listening to Radio Slime at WCEV 1450 AM. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. People have all kinds of excuses for not saving energy. I didn't plug it in. I'll turn it off later. It's not my music. It's just one phone charger. So, um... We don't have those Energy Star appliances. So that old window leaks. How much energy and money could the new ones really save? Maybe it's time to stop making excuses and start doing some simple things to save the energy and resources we can. Because a little here and a little there can add up to a lot later. And you just never know what people will need in the future. My name is Sarah, and I'm going to get started today. We can all help save more energy for tomorrow. What's your excuse? For more energy-saving tips that also save money, visit loseyourexcuse.gov parents. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy, the Ad Council, and this station. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. I don't know if you've noticed, but we got a lot of food in this country. A lot of peaches, a lot of corn, a lot of apples, a lot of everything. We've got so much food that we can't even eat it all. So if we got all this extra food, how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? I just don't get it. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to the hungry kids who need it. They can get you food even if you live in Idaho or Alaska or somewhere crazy like that. This isn't complicated. we got extra food and we've got hungry kids. Feeding America's done the math. Now it's your turn. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. I know you got internet on your phone, so what are you waiting for? We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Assalamu alaikum. Sound Vision is starting a new initiative to provide crisis intervention to those in need. Through the Crisis Text Line, anyone can text 741-741 and be connected via text to a trained crisis counselor who is there to listen and show empathy. The Crisis Text Line is open to everyone. By texting the keyword SALAM, that's S-A-L-A-M, to 741-741, users will be connected to a trained Muslim counselor whenever available. You can also volunteer to undergo training and become a counselor. For more information, visit soundvision.com. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. You are listening to WCEV 1450 AM. And we stream live to reach the world at www.wcev1450.com. Make sure that you have liked us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, that you're following us, whichever is the appropriate uh, descriptor. Uh, let us know what you think. Hope your Wednesday is going well. It is What's Up What's Up Wednesday, and we're just taking it light, just uh, just enjoying the evening, uh, and hopefully some of the smiles, and hopefully you have had a smile uh, or, or a laugh or a chuckle or maybe just shook your head and went, that was just really corny. Because uh, sometimes even the, the, the funniest or the corniest jokes can be funny. Um, you know, there's, uh, there is something... That's one of those universal things, you know, laughter. Uh, and it doesn't matter, you know, your language. It doesn't matter your, uh, you know, your ethnicity, your gender. Uh, none of these, these boxes that we, we check, right, those things don't matter. When, when something is funny, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to know what's funny. Um, if you walk into a room and people are laughing, there's something about that laughter that's it's contagious. I mean, because the same thing goes for 
Uh, same things goes for sadness and anger. Uh, that's just the way we are, we're made. That's the way that Allah has made us. He's made us that we connect. And laughter is one of those things. It's just a, it's just a real blessing, right? Um, and sometimes laughter is just grossly inappropriate. Uh, you know, there are just times where you should not be laughing, right? And I remember uh, my father, he, he passed about, I shouldn't say about, I know exactly when. He passed, uh, it was five years this year in May, May 30th. Um, yeah, he, he passed. He returned to Allah. May Allah forgive him his sins and grant him paradise and continue to bless him through the good works that uh, that his children and those that he has taught and whose lives he has touched uh, that they continue to do. Um, I mean, so he he was he was he was not a he was a big fella. Yeah, he, was, he stood about six four and um, at the time I remember he was about two about two forty and. Uh, and and maybe we'll talk about this at some other time. But I mean, I've really followed in his footsteps in a lot of ways uh, in my life. But um, uh, to not 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 get into all of that right now. But he, like I said, he was a big fella. And I remember one day we were praying. Um, I can't remember what prayer it was, uh, but laughter and prayers. You know, it's, it's just generally generally frowned upon, right? It's not something that you know that you do. You try to you know be focused on. On, on, on the worship and, and the intentions. Um, but uh, there was this one time I remember standing in prayer. My father was leading prayer. And I'm standing there next to my, uh, it was it was three of us, right? I have four brother-in-laws, but at this point it was just, uh, I was praying with uh, two of them, right? And, <laughs> and my, uh, and we were in, in sajda, right, in sujood. We are in the, the bowing. Uh, we have four hitters on the ground. We're in that position for, you know, for my, uh, uh, my uh, non-Muslim Radio Islam family. Um, and as, we, as he stood up, uh, the three, my, myself and two of my other brother-in-laws, we're, you know, we're right behind him, praying behind him. And as he stood up, <laughs> his heel caught the top of <laughs> Caught the top of my one of my brother-in-law's head. <laughs> he basically stood up on his head, <laughs> and the uh, and the the sound that it made. <laughs> my brother my brother-in-law's reaction. It was just it was too much. It was too much to handle because <laughs> he, my brother-in-law he's a really uh, I don't want to use the word feisty right, but he's 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 like a. He's like a Napoleon, right? I mean, he's not short. Right? He's like five, five, seven and a half, but he doesn't take any mess <laughs> from from anybody. And when when he stood up on his head, he looked. This frown came over his face. I mean, he looked like he was just really offended, and uh, and probably hurt too, because you know my father's about two forty at the time. And it was all all we could do, myself and my other other brother-in-law. It was all we could do was just to to, to compose ourselves, keep ourselves together. And I don't I don't even think we did. I think we had to go and perform wudu again, uh, and come back and pray because we were just we were just gone after that. Um, and it's still one of those it's still one of those memories, one of those stories. If I tell. Um, while he's, while my brother-in-law is, 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 is there, uh, he, he still frowns up, <laughs> you know, he still frowns up about it. But, um, I don't know if you have any of those type of, uh, recollections where, uh, it was inappropriate, um, you know, inappropriate laughter, but sometimes that is also, sometimes that's also the best because you're trying to suppress it and it's just waiting to come out. Uh, there's also, there's, uh, there's there's something else that, that I notice about laughter. I think for each every every people, their their cultural differences, right? That in, that in impact humor. Uh, and one of the things that I absolutely love about um, and, and you all tell me, I would love to hear if this is something that is also universal, right? But I've I've seen this specifically with uh, with, with with my African American brothers uh, and sisters. If something is really funny, or they feel like it's really funny, um, I shouldn't say that. If we feel like it's really funny, and even if it's a story that's being told in public, then a brother will stop 
and he will make sure that everybody that's in earshot is looking, that he has everybody's attention, and he will he will speak loudly enough, uh, and the and for everyone for everyone to hear. But the the really funny thing, the I think the the dynamic thing, the the connecting thing about all of this, is that everybody will stop and will actually and will listen. They won't make they won't make uh, any pretense they won't pretend that they're not they're not paying attention they will actually be listening and and if it's funny then you'll have a whole room laughing you know and i've i've seen this you know i mean plenty of times and it always it's it's kind of a reaffirming thing for me um it's reaffirming because you know it shows that that we are connected you know it's it's we're connected and and our stories you know, our stories, uh, they bear witness uh, to that, that we will stop and, and, and we'll listen and we'll share a laughter. I think that's like one of the most, the most, uh, one of the most beautiful uh, and wondrous things that you can share with another human being. Um, I mean, just the whole, whole idea of going to a, uh, to a comedy show. Um, if, if you've ever gone to see live comedy, you know, a group of strangers sitting down together and listening to another stranger sit up and talk uh, about their life experiences and, and connecting them to people that they don't know. But because they're universal experiences, they, you know, we, we, all, we all find ourselves uh, gathering around. We find ourselves finding um, humor. And, and once again, in the things that are ordinary and, and regular, things that we don't pay attention to. But sometimes we find humor in those things that are, that seems like you, you know, how, how do you even get, you know, how do you even get funny out of that? Now, I consider myself to have a, a you know, fairly a, a decent sense of humor, right? But, and, and I've, I've toyed with this idea. And I think if I ever act on it, I'll probably be, um, I'll probably be put back in my own lane, right? I've been, I've been on a lot of, uh, a lot of stages throughout my life. And it's mostly been, you know, in, in acting and spoken word, and, you know, theater related, you know, never as a, never as a comedian. As a matter of fact, I did have a short run back in the, in the early mid nineties when everybody wanted to have, or at least everybody in the hood wanted to have a singing group. Um, and there is a, there is a VHS recording of the group that I was in. And we, probably would laugh ourselves to death uh, if we were to see the recording today where we all had on the the overalls with, you know, with the one strap. Did, did you ever rock the overalls? No, no you didn't? Yeah, man, we, we were, yeah, we were probably, we, we, we thought we were doing it. I mean, I guess that was the thing then. You know, everybody had on overalls uh, like, like we were all urban farmers, right? Uh, and we were doing like a, a, a Jodeci cover. You know, and uh, yeah, as you see, that it didn't, that it really didn't go uh, very far. Uh, but it was funny. Uh, it's funny thinking about it, right? But the idea, uh, and you all tell me, Radio Sun family, could you see yourself getting up in front of, in front of an audience to to make them laugh, right? Because singing is different, right? You can sing, and people are going to appreciate your talent. But getting up in front of an audience to say, "I have something to say that I think is funny." And you're going to think it's funny, too. Could you do that? Right. Would you want to do that? And it's a part of me that wants to do it. Right. Just because of the the energy, the connection that you have uh, with an audience and anybody who's done any public speaking. Uh, it's something that you become very aware of, you know, it, of, of reading your audience, of, of engaging with them, finding that that sweet spot and, and, and trying to and trying to ride that. But comedy, mm, it's something. It's something I, I think on, but I, you know, but I, I might be, I might be deluding myself. <laughs> but it's really, it's like that final frontier. Could could you see yourself doing it? I think you'd be fabulous, Ibrahim. I, I do. I'm gonna tell you why, because Ibrahim is like very, he's very. Um, I'm not gonna say stoic, but just very, you know, very even keeled. Um, like you would, because nobody would see it coming. That's why, right? I mean, you would just be dropping jokes 
And, yeah, I mean, if you ever get a chance, if, you, if we have an event, you should come out and you need to, 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 to meet Ibrahim. I mean, because he is actually, you know, he is funny, right? Um, but could, you couldn't see yourself doing it in front of an audience? Maybe. Yeah? Yeah. We should go do it. I think, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. So, uh, oh, this is, um, this is the other thing that I was going to share, this idea of connection, right? So connection, we, get our, we also get our connection through, through what we eat. Um, language and food are huge elements, connecting elements of culture. And I've had the benefit of expanding my own palate uh, just in the time that I've been host of Radio Islam. And one of the dishes that I've had that I had not had before is called letu. Did I say it right? Letu? Yes. And it's, um, it should be served with a shot of insulin um, because it is absolutely sweet. It is, I mean, really sweet. Well, I had one that was not, I mean, it's a, how, how would you describe it? How would you, uh, 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 how would you describe letu? Yeah. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to repeat what he's saying. It's made from what? Okay, so it is milk-based, um, and there's a lot of sugar, a bunch of sugar in it, right? So, um, yeah, you, you, you might not even be diabetic, but you probably want to have a shot of insulin with you. Uh, really sweet, really sweet. And what have I given in my time? I have had the joy of introducing some folks who never had bean pie, of, of sharing bean pie with them. And if you have not had bean pie, then your life has not begun yet. No. <laughs> no, no, really. But if you haven't had bean pie, you need to have it. But it's also important to, you know, that you got the right bean pie. And I will tell you, if you're in the Chicagoland area, uh, send us an email. Send me an email at producer at Radio Slime. Uh, producer at radioslime.com or post on our Facebook page. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you've never had bean pie, then send me an email or, or post uh, on our Facebook page and I'm going to let you know where you can get yourself some of the best bean pie in Chicago. And the, the history behind bean pie is really, really wonderful in terms of it is, it is Muslim history because it came out of the African-American Muslim community. Uh, it is something that is uh, unique and indigenous to the United States of America and it is like my tradition uh, for any of you who are, you know, who may have ever seen a, a, a Friday post. Most of my posts are, are, are public, like on, on Facebook. Uh, then you know on Fridays my tradition has almost always been after Juma, coffee and bean pie. Coffee and bean pie. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to way to close out the uh close out that day you know close out the whole experience so radio slime family <clears throat> I, I i don't know about you but i hope that you are feeling as uh that you're feeling light right that you don't have any weight on your shoulders this is enough out in the world that is going to you know that'll be waiting for us you know it's enough out here uh that we're going to have to deal with as a matter of fact uh as soon as we're off you know you, you have you have our permission. Get right back to the things that frustrate you. Get right back to the things that you are uh, battling and you are struggling with. Um, but inshallah, with God's permission, you have spent this past hour, uh, these past well, actually 54 minutes uh, with us not thinking about those things and just just relaxing and thinking about how we are connected and thinking about how important laughter is. And even as I gave a few of those social media tips, oh, this is the last tip or question I want to ask. Because, you know, social media changes everything. You know, I don't even have time to get into it. Um, I'll just say this. If it takes you more than 10 minutes to put up a Facebook post, I shouldn't even say 10 minutes, right? It, just, just gauge yourself. 
because Facebook, it changes the way we, it, it really does change the way we, um, the way we communicate and the way we see ourselves. Uh, and some of those ways are really funny. Um, you know, speaking properly. Uh, we speak properly around other people, but uh, in person, or we don't necessarily worry about dropping a, 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 a G or drop, you know, endings or, you know, just speaking in a more relaxed uh, um, manner. But those are things that we pay careful attention to. A lot, some of us do. Some folks don't care, right? We've seen that. But some of those things we pay really close attention to. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes we miss things. Um, and and then, we, then we find out who our real, fr- our real friends are, right? Because friends don't let friends walk around with broccoli in their teeth. Uh, and friends also don't let friends commit crimes against the language um, in their post. Somebody should send you a text or an inbox or a phone call to say, hey, uh, there's no F in phone, you know, things like that. So uh, I'm going to stop there uh, because that's actually something that I talk about um, uh, at at length at at times. But as I said, hope that you spent uh, this program with us um, feeling, you know, feeling feeling good, right, because you deserve that. Uh, It can't all be stress and frustration. So we thank Allah for allowing us to be uh, together for another uh, episode of Radio Islam. And we want to thank our engineer over at WCEV, Leonard. Leonard, the trusty one. Thank you. Our uh, engineer in studio, the impressive Ibrahim Baig. I'm your host and producer, Tariq Alameen. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. Uh, the views expressed by the host or any media uh, should not be taken as the position of sound vision. Uh, we look forward to talking with you tomorrow, and I'm going to leave you as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Thank you.